The Bulldogs didn't win or lose or even play a game. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Millsap Bulldog football show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. As the Bulldogs got caught up in that weird storm last Friday night and their game against Archer City was canceled. Now, we usually get these kind of storms like once or twice every couple years, but usually you kind of know ahead of time, like you know Friday morning, hey, we might not get some games in tonight. And you'll see schools, you know, uh, moving them to Thursday and all. But this storm kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, and it started in Eastern, Te- Eastern Texas and it swept across the North Texas area. Uh, and unfortunately, because nobody had time to prepare, you didn't have games played. Uh, and you can't really play this game on a Saturday. It's two hours away. You don't want to have to k- put the boys on the bus, take them all the way home, get back up and do that again. Uh, for a non-district game. For a district game, of course, you would. Uh, but anyway, they lose the game. And now they've got a tough one this week on the road against Paradise. And I'm going to tell you what, man. Paradise Panthers are the real deal this year in 3A Division One. Uh, right now, they're seventh in the state. Now, they're in a district that's going to be just a slobber knocker when it comes to them and Brock. Brock on the years one and two, but look at who they've played. Uh, losing to Wimberley, the 4A Division II state finalist from last year who has everybody back. Brock lost to them 35-27 to in a back-and-forth game. But Paradise with Austin Iglesias and that offense and that defense that gets very underrated, who so far on the year have only given up 18 points in three games. They shut out a Munster team that's young. Now, don't get me wrong. Munster's young. But Munster's still Munster. And Munster beat Winthorpe last week 32-28, to and Paradise just shut them out. So it, it, it's going to be. They shut out. God, or they held Godly to eight points last week on the road, and Godly's a really good team. Uh, and I know Godly's un, again. I know Godly's winless, but look at who they've played. And, and so this is going to be a tough matchup for Millsap. But we'll talk to Coach Johnson about not being able to play last week. What does that do for them as a team? How do they prepare against a paradise team that has the talent that they do? And we'll do all that when we come back right here on the Millsap Football Show. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Terry Bennett back here on the Millsap football show. Now joined by the head coach of the Bulldogs, Coach Jacob Johnson. And Coach, uh, you didn't lose. You didn't win. You didn't get to play. Man, that had to be frustrating to get there, get everything going, and then the storms and everything stopped you all from having a game. Yes, uh, it's very frustrating. And, you know, especially in football, like I tell our kids all the time, there's no other sport where you work all week and get to play one game. 
and then you're only guaranteed 10 of them. So to lose one of them to the elements is very frustrating. Well, and you were telling me y'all waited till 10 o'clock and, and y'all just finally had to call it. Was there ever talk of playing it on Saturday? No, uh, with it being nearly a two hour drive, yeah. what we talked about was uh, it's a non district game. We talked about shortening half, running the clock, you know, all these different scenarios to try to get something in. But uh, finally, it just it wasn't going anywhere, and it just kept growing. And it was time to it was time to fold them. So, as a coach and as a program, uh, are you going to feel because this happens every couple of years? It seems like are you going to feel like you're one game behind the rest of the year? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever feel 100% ready, but uh, <laughs> I think our, I'm going to tell you what, our guys have responded tremendously. Uh, this has been the best week of practice we've had all year, hands down. It has been phenomenal. They're hungry. They're ready to play, and, and I can't wait to watch them play this weekend. Do you think some of that might be that, that energy that didn't get to get spent on a Friday night? It's kind of carried over to the week of practice? Because I've heard multiple coaches who didn't play, and they've all basically said the same thing, that, man, we've had really good practices this week. I think so. I think, you know, it helps you realize the gravity of what, of what I try to tell them, how you really don't have that many opportunities to play this game and to to really make the most of what you have. So, yeah, man, I'm just – I can't wait to watch him play this week. You go on the road, you're taking on a Paradise team, a Panther team that last year kind of broke through for them, school history wins, furthest they've ever been. And they have a kid that started as a running back a couple of years ago and now is a quarterback. And I think he's one of the most special players in 3A in Austin Iglesias. I, I agree. And he is – he's dynamic. And, and there's no doubt what they do offensively allows him to, to be the difference maker, as they should. Uh, they're a very good team. They're very fast. They're, I think they're very well coached. I have tremendous respect for those men over there. Uh, and it, it's an exciting game because, as we've talked about before, this is what you want in the preseason. This is, this is what you want. Uh, this is where you find out what you really got. Weak points get exposed. So you can get that stuff cleaned up before district. Yeah, because, I mean, and this is no uh, offense to Comanche or Jacksboro, two teams that are 3-0 and are very good. But Paradise, as far as your your regular season schedule, I think this is the best team you're going to see all year. I think, I think you could make a strong case for that, absolutely. When you look at what they do offensively, and everybody's talking about that, but what I've been impressed with so far with the Panthers is their defense on the year. What do they do defensively that can give you some problems? Defensively, once again, just like the offense, they play to their strengths. Uh, they have tremendous speed. They're, they're a linebacker. The speed they have at the second level, is it's the fastest we've seen. And uh, we, we have worked on some things this week to help combat that. But that they're fast, uh, they get to the ball fast, and and yeah, man, it it complements it complements their kids very well. You you've said it twice now. And I think it's a really good point. I think coaching in this era is a little different in this way, and that you said they they basically build their schemes around their players. You know, you used to a coach was married to I run the eye, I run the wishbone, I run this. But coaches now, y'all y'all are willing to adjust more depending on what you have year to year. Yeah, I, I think you have to, especially, especially at the smaller level. You know, I've, I've coached collegiately. I've coached at the 6A level. 
and and when you have more kids or you can go recruit kids to fit your system, it's a little different. But for us, you know, we we have you know we've been running the same offense and defense for the last eight years, but we do adjust it to fit our guys each year and what we feel our strengths are going to be. And you have to be willing to do that. You talked about their speed and you're right. Their linebackers are fast. How do you prep for that? Do you have, do you have your scout team linebackers starting before the snap to give the offensive line an idea of how quick they'll get onto them and get into the gaps? What do you do to, to, to coach against that speed, I guess? Well, you hit the nail on the head with the scout team and we've got, we're fortunate to where our scout team we have, we have half of our scout defense or, or guys that are that are either starters or potential starters for us. And you know, on a week like this, even on the scout cards, I would just I will tell the defense where the play is going or draw arrows. You know, fill this <laughs> gap now on the snap. That uh, there is no read; it's fill. And, and so I try to do things like that. Yes, we we try to speed them up to give it a more realistic look for Friday. How's the sub varsities doing so far? Man, the sub varsities are great. The JV did get to play last week. Uh, they had a big win, so they're two and one right now. Uh, have a really, really good group of young men. Uh, that that JV offensive line that I have is exciting, and we have a we have a sophomore quarterback, Brogan Sims, right now coming up, and and man, he's going to be a heck of a player for us. Our junior highs got to play their first game, uh, the eighth grade. Got off to a great start. They were winning forty-eight to six at halftime. Uh, so I pulled them, and then the seventh grade finished the game, and we ended up winning fifty-four to fourteen. Uh, Archer City didn't have two teams, so it was a combined game. But great start for them. But this week will be will be great test for us uh, program wide from the seventh grade up. You're starting to build that depth that's going to make this program not only win now or next year, but win in the foreseeable future, aren't you? Absolutely. And that's, that's what it, that's what it is about. That's what it's always been about. That's why I always say protect the brotherhood. And I've even got a big old banner out here that goes from 40 to 40 and it says protect the brotherhood. Because it's about the guys that came before you, the guys that are here now, and the ones that are coming after you. And and once you establish that tradition, that tradition can, can carry itself. The, the guys will start to police and, and coach themselves. And I've had every coach tell me that they know that their program has reached a good success when their players are just as good as coaches to each other than the coaches are. That's right. And I'm going to give you a great example of that this week. Uh, yesterday, we had uh, – you know, there were several trainings going on and we just had some stuff going on. And, uh, we were a coach short and our defensive line, uh, and because of how we rotate coaches up at the middle school, our defensive line for the first part of practice yesterday, I didn't have a, I didn't have a varsity coach. So the, the senior defensive linemen, they ran the, that portion of practice. And, and my coaches told me it may have been the best it's been all year. It was player led. They took care of business, and, uh, you know, that's what you love to see. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. As always, I want to thank Coach Johnson for joining us here on the Millsap Football Show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. Reminder, we need sponsors for this show. 
Uh, if you could email me, terry at s2ssport.com or uh, text me, 469-605-3658. I'm having a blast doing this show, but we've got to pay for our production cost and all that kind of fun stuff. And so uh, to keep this show going, we, we need some sponsors. Uh, and, and, you know, let, let's get some sponsors. When we, so when we hit district play, we got all year to talk about it because I, I think Millsap inside 5-3 Division Two has a chance to, to make some noise. And I know Comanche's good. We'll get a we'll get a better test of Comanche. They're taking on two A Toller, and I know Toller doesn't have Peyton Brown. They're they're all everything uh, guy, but the Rattlers are still very very talented. And of course, we'll know a little bit more about Millsap after this week against Paradise. Uh, Jacksboro's taking on Cisco, uh, so we're we're going to learn a little bit more about five three A Division two uh, going into this week. We've got two more weeks non district, and then we start district, and boy. Millsap starts it right off hosting Comanche in what I think is going to be an absolute battle. So help us fund this show again, Terry, at s2ssport.com or 469-605-3658. Just text me, and I'll tell you how we can get it done. All right. We've said all we could about Paradise, so we'll talk about the results next week right here on the Millsap Football Show on the S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media.